0: ladies and gentlemen thank you for hanging out with me and today a special guest friend of mine david melter on for the love of sports he's the ceo of sports one marketing david i had him on for it's a short short episode only about 20 minutes and uh, i had david on because i wanted he he has a very inspiring way of looking at getting a job in sports and i wanted him to share that it's also partly an interview for a book that i'm writing so i got to bang out two birds with one stone would you look at that so i hope you guys enjoy this episode super inspirational i don't i think i might say like six words the whole time so enjoy dave's uh enjoy dave's rants enjoy uh, enjoy what he's doing so thank you all so much yes good. We are good. So today we have David Meltzer, CEO of Sports One Marketing, good friend of mine. He's also a lawyer. He was the CEO of Samsung's first cell phone division, worked with Lee Steinberg. The list goes on. We don't need to get too deep into that. But Dave, really appreciate you hanging out with me today.
1: Yeah, no, what an honor. It's a duality for me because one, I enjoy doing it, but two, I'm so proud of you and working with you and seeing the progress, growth, acceleration through the challenges and the good times. So uh, it's apropos that we're doing this on your uh, podcast.
0: Yes, thank you. I really appreciate that. It's been a lot of fun. Um, last few days have been I've on a lot of podcast recordings because people are at home. So I thought, why not take advantage of it? So first question I have for you, Dave, is why do you love sports?
1: You know, I love sports because that's uh, what I did and wanted to be um, as an athlete. Um, my quantum being is not a great, talented athlete, but I had a joy of playing sports. And because I learned so much about it, and it's the one thing that I call my cocoon. Uh, Sports to me was something that none of the people in my family did. Nobody expected me to even be decent at, let alone good at. And it was my cocoon because it strengthened every piece of my mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical being to pursue my potential within sports. And then I carried that over those lessons that I learned from playing sports all the way through college and even getting a scholarship to play in college and overachieving as an average Division Three football player and many other sports and still play uh, the most I can. I was uh, NABA Adult Baseball League, we won the World Series with Rick Cohn and the Fated Glory crew, giving them the props. But I hold three World Series rings and a uh, wood bat adult baseball. But moreover, it's the lessons that you learn in sports. And it's the unification that occurs in sports are why I love sports.
0: I completely agree. Um, not so much on the Adult Baseball World Series. Congratulations on those. I'll give you your props when due. But um, the, the unification, the, the lessons that you learn, the, you know, I always ask that question to open it up because I think it's a really great way to get people remembering the emotional connection that they have with sports. And that's always, those are the two biggest lessons that come up, or two, two of the biggest topics are the lessons you learn The way you can take them forward into anything, but then also the unification, the community aspect of sports, which I love. So you are the CEO of Sports One Marketing for, if anybody's listening, they don't know what it is. I guess, you know, here's here's your,
1: give me your 30 second elevator pitch, Dave. You know, for me, it uh, spun off from Lee Steinberg Sports Entertainment, the most notable sports agency in the world. Uh, And it's a platform. Right, marketing is a platform where we bring the right people and the right ideas to big sporting events and award shows and other things. And it's allowed me to build big brands uh, and work on big brands, uh, both product brands and sporting brands, from the Clemente's to the NFLPA to huge companies and Wheels Up and you know Old Spice and just a variety of great companies, all the way down to personal brands of middle-aged uh, mutant turtles like myself and. I'm most proud of the platform's ability to build my brand and to attract uh, what is the purpose of the company, which is to make a lot of money, which is to be abundant, to help a lot of people, which is to be abundant, and to have fun. And all three of those things during the challenges, the repurposing and reengineering that we're going through today are critical. Everyone should be focused in on what they can do to make a lot of money, what they can do to help a lot of people, and three, what they can do to have a lot of fun.
0: Exactly. If you're not having fun, why are you doing it? If you're not helping people, why are you doing it? And hey, we all got to eat, right? So you might as well make some money while you're doing it as well.
1: So I, I do love a it. Meltzer disciple.
0: That's awesome. how, how weird is that? Would you look at it? Um, so Dave, I've I've always loved this about you. You always have a very interesting story. And again, we don't need to go through the entire thing because we only have a couple more minutes here. But um, you know, as I said before, uh, came out as a lawyer. You you sold law books, if I'm not mistaken, um, on the internet, when the internet was still a fad, which is kind of cool. You then became CEO of Samsung's first cell phone division. You worked with Lee Steinberg, as you already said. You're obviously working now with Sportsman Marketing. So I wanted to have you on today. is just I'm writing a book about how to get a job in sports, but also the mindset that you need to employ to make sure you take it to the top. So I know you have a very interesting take, I guess we'll call it, on how to get a job in sports, and I would love, again, just to record it here so a couple more people can hear that.
1: I would love that and I am working in the same respect with Bruce Tolner who also is gonna be in your book. Very Uh, excited. CEO of Rep One, he also worked for Lee Steinberg and he's one of the best sports agents in the world which is one of the key jobs that people dream about. Um, So the first thing about getting a career in sports is to be more interested than interesting. Uh, You know, I always tell people the story when I was 18 that I wanted to be a doctor and didn't even know doctors had to work in hospitals. That's the way I feel that most people who want a career in sports look at sports at the surface. They watch a movie and they say, that's what I wanna be. I wanna be the GM of the Cubs. I wanna be the, you know, the manager of the Padres. I wanna be you know, a professional athlete. I wanna be a sports agent. Be more interested than interesting. And when you are more interested than interesting, there's three key things to get a job in sports. Remember, sports is an industry. It's not a job. It's an industry like anything else. And there's billions and billions of dollars in jobs within the sports industry. The way you can increase your statistical success to have a career in sports is to focus in on three things. The number one thing, your skills, right? Just like being an athlete, the best players get hired, right? They may not last if you you don't work hard and do all these other things, but the people that are born with a quantum talent and are able to utilize that the best players that have developed their skills, the best person that shoots and defends and kicks and, you know, throws or whatever it is. So the same thing is involved in careers. So the best artists, the best journalists, the best lawyers, the best doctors, all of these things, they have the most statistical success to have a career in sports doing their skill because Everybody wants to combine what they think is their emotional attachment, their love for sports with their activity they get paid for. It's that simple. So if you want a career in sports, then you better be practicing your skill and identifying what skills it is that you want to develop and keep asking for help and mentorship. It's all about practicing and growing and accelerating those skills. Secondly, knowledge. And these are things, by the way, uh, Michael, You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people think I'm the pinnacle of the sports career. I've been able to do so, so much. I still practice my skills, right? I have superpowers. I'm, you know, selling and raising money. I use those in sports and people love me for it, but I now extended it out to empower over a billion people to be happy using my skills, my superpowers to empower other people to communicate and sell. But knowledge is the second component. So many people have these dreams and they have some skills but they have no situational knowledge, experience, advice. They have no mentorship. They're not willing to ask for help. They're not willing to ask a series of questions to find out what they don't know. The biggest detriment I see with young people when a career in sport is they don't know what they don't know because they're not seeking knowledge. They're not seeking the most powerful thing in the world. There's no joke when people say knowledge is power. Knowledge is power for sure. So we should always seek it. And the best place to seek it from is from people that sit in the situation that we want to be in, meaning they have the skills and the knowledge that we want because they can accelerate that learning curve and also reduce the anxiety. They can help us practice ending fear of the unknown because we don't know. So how's the best way to feel calm and be statistically successful? No. How do we know things? We learn them. And there's a variety of ways today to learn them. We don't just need to have live mentors that we sit down or have coaches on the phone like Dave Meltzer. You can listen to Dave Meltzer in his TV shows, in his podcasts, in his books, on stages, on the interviews, et cetera. It just depends on what level of engagement that you want. You know, I'm in a stabilization phase right now for everyone. I've been blessed to make sure that my environment is stabilized no matter what happens. So I'm looking personally for opportunities. One of those opportunities is how can I stabilize other people? And I stabilize other people by having them identify and work on during this time, developing and maturing and escalating and growing those skills and developing and escalating and growing and accelerating the knowledge that they have and allowing them to access resources and giving as many of those away for free that I can And those who are looking for opportunities, share in those opportunities to create profit, to help people and have fun, and give some one-on-one personalized time to assist in opportunities. But everything from my books that I give away, you know, and pay for shipping, to all the podcasts that aren't sponsored by anyone, everything's for free. My course is for free. And so I then get to the third component. And this is the one that's the magic sauce of sports. This is the one, if you, you know, there's guys, you wanna be a career in sports and, and be a facility manager and clean and, you know, serve dogs, the, those jobs are available and, and there's a certain amount of skill and knowledge. But if you want those dream jobs, the ones that you think are unbelievable jobs by being more interested than interesting, truly learning what skills and knowledge you need, but the one component that makes the difference, and this is for all entrepreneurs, outside of sports, inside of sports, it doesn't matter, is desire. The people who will be most successful in any industry, especially in sports, because the only jobs that are competitive in sports are the very top ones, right? The thousand players that play in the MLB, the 32 managers and general managers and presidents, those are competitive. But look, otherwise, sports is an industry, it's just as easy to get a job serving dogs you know, in a stadium as it is outside of a stadium but the big differentiator is desire. The people who get those top jobs in any industry, they must be what they can be. And that's what carried me to play college football even though I sucked, right? It was I must be what I can be and that's all I could be. But it carried me to be a multimillionaire, it carried me to be a philanthropist, it carries me to have this incredible journey that's eclectic, keeping my options open with the confidence that I just am developing skills, knowledge and desire driven by the monetary pragmatic thing called money, a currency uh, that has an object of energy that we put into the flow that doesn't buy happiness or love but allows me to go shop and I use my skills, knowledge and desire to shop for the right things that make me happy. And make other people happy everything comes through me in a world of abundance for other people and all of this stems the best piece of career advice that you're going to get is develop your skills develop your knowledge and have a desire that you must be what you can be and if you are more interested than interesting you'll be able to explore all the different opportunities and learn what skills knowledge and desire is needed for it Ask a series of questions of how you can provide value and service utilizing those skills, knowledge, and desire. And then ask a series of questions of how other people can provide value to you. If they know anyone that can provide, provide value to you with that skills, knowledge, and desire as well. Bam, boom, ba. That's how you get a job in sports. That's about how a career in sports is built. It's not given, it's built.
0: Perfect. How perfect is that? I appreciate it, Dave. I know one thing actually... Um... You didn't bring up what you usually do bring up is the bottom line. The easiest way to get a job in sports is affect the oh, bottom line, right? Can I,
1: can I touch that real quick?
0: I would love it if you did.
1: Yeah, and so understanding skills, knowledge, and desire are how you build a career in sports. The easiest way to enter sports, which is always the hardest part, where's my point of entry, is to provide value, meaning the bottom line. You know, I've reverse engineered so many careers in sports, saying. You know, for example, sports agentry. People go, should I go to law school? Should I do this? Should I go to business school? How do you become a sports agent? I'll tell you how to get a sports agent. Affect the bottom line. How do you affect the bottom line? Get a client and keep a client. Right, that's what being a sports agent is about. You can hire everybody else. Everybody else will wanna hire you if you keep getting clients and keeping clients. In other words, if you can figure out whether it's in advertising, sponsorship, marketing, sales, agentry, management, how you can guarantee being a profit center, affecting the bottom line, you're guaranteed to get a job wherever the heck you want. Because nobody, like, you know, I have friends that do sponsorship, right? And when I coached them initially, I said, look, there's not a company, an organization, a stadium, an arena, an event, that is gonna turn me away if I come to them and say, hey, I have a million dollars of sponsorship, can I have 20% of it if I bring it to you? There's nobody's ever said no to me, ever. But yet everybody likes to say, I got this client, I got this client, I got this client. And I'm like, I don't care. Like one of the kids that I'm mentoring, you know, as a soccer player that nobody's heard of with a dad that very few people have ever heard of. And he's like, oh, I got this client. I'm Like, how much money have you made for him? uh well i'm going to uh you know we're building his uh brand in the digital marketing uh, distribution system and blah, blah. yeah yeah you know back to what the buppet is right you know you're talking out of your ass brother you need to make money and way you make money and prove that you are profit centers with skills knowledge desire bring and hit the bottom line no doubt you'll get a career in sports
0: no doubt i hope everyone's enjoying this and then the last question because you pretty much answered all the other questions and that was perfect i kind of expected it but um (laughs) one thing that i want to make sure people get out of this because i'm going to be releasing this very early uh, or very soon what can we be doing right now to take advantage of this situation the coronavirus the, the quarantines that most of us hopefully are on what are you doing and what should other people such as myself and anyone listening what should they be doing as well
1: So first take a step back and see what you need to do to stabilize your own environment and then stabilize the environments of people that are most relative to you. And then look for your opportunity and then other opportunities for others within the context of, for example, getting a career in sports. You should be practicing your skills, figuring out your knowledge, being more interested than interesting. One of the things that will help everyone in the best piece of advice that I can is look at time. You know, because we have more free time We should be looking at how we spend our time. Uh, I always tell people, why don't you create this objective for you as you may be sitting at home. If you have a new objective, a new habit of trying to find a way to save four minutes a day, if you could say every day that you could save four minutes, a habit that saves you four minutes that you do every day, you know, you actually will save three full productive days of work, 24 hours of productivity for every four minutes a day that you can save. I'll give you one piece of advice, 80 hours a year are wasted finding, when you lose things, uh, finding things. So number one thing, go create a system where to put your keys in your wallet. You'll save 80 hours, two full weeks of productivity. You'll almost make up for all the downtime that the virus has given most people just by that. So, you know, practicing things, that will stabilize you and then expand you with opportunities. It's really simple. I'll finish with this. It's like Southwest Airlines. It's really simple what we do during the coronavirus. Southwest Airlines always says, put your mask on yourself first. And then if you have a child with you, put the mask on your child. Then they also say, if you have more than one child, put the mask on the child with the most potential first and work your way down. That's what you need to do with your life. Put your mask on, take the most important opportunities and put the mask on those all the way down. And you will be so successful coming out of this repurposing, reengineering, and transformation that everyone is going through with a positive mindset. You can easily take advantage of this to make it more statistically successful that you'll have a career in sports and make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, David Meltzer,
1: appreciate your time. You got it, thank you, Michael.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of For the Love of Sports with David Meltzer. Good friend of mine. Good uh, mentor. Good coach. He's an all-around good dude, and I'm really grateful he gave me some of his time. Make sure, obviously, to go into the show notes. Check out everything that Dave's got going on. Give him a couple more follows, a couple more ambassadors, because his content is always incredible. And then make sure to please give us a five-star review on iTunes. That would be super, super helpful in helping us find some more people to check out the show and love what we're doing. And thank you so much for your time. It's the only thing we don't get more of, so I appreciate you giving me some of yours, and I hope you make it a wonderful day. Yes.